Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. I am one fourth of your co-host, Tiffany E. And this week, I got Alexis and I got Nicole with me. Janae is out. She has to work. Um, we're going to get started. So say hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. All right. So we got a pretty stacked show. We're going to talk about this failed show that um, AOP was putting on. We're going to talk about Vince McMahon's newest allegations because we didn't get the chance to cover it like we wanted to. We're also going to give you guys the injury report. Um, and we're going to talk about Jordan Grace and the whole debacle with her, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Chavo Guerrero, and even Nancy's um, sister, came out and had something to say too so we'll bring up all that stuff in the show today so let's start off with something that's not as heavy as the rest start off with the injury report so there were a couple injuries that um I wanted to make sure everybody were aware of just in case you were wondering where certain people were hold on because I have to get a light it's dark in my room so same i just turned my light on like a couple minutes ago it's like damn i did not realize oh hi kitty i did not realize because i was (laughs) like laying in dark uh sitting in darkness all like that right it got dark really fast and then okay so there are some injuries some of these may be kayfabe others are legitimate injuries so just be mindful of that um i think the leah's injury is real because it just seems out of nowhere. Well, Lacey Evans kind of, they used that to help turn Lacey Evans this past um, Friday. So La- Aaliyah might be out for maybe like a week or two. I don't think it's going to be extensive, but they don't know what her injury is. So this could be kayfabe and it could be just something minor that she may need to rehab for a little while. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. We all know that Bailey is still out with her injury she was expected to be gone for six to nine months um bailey is slated to return they are pitching some creative plans for her but we're just gonna have to wait and see how that all plays out um biggie is also injured we all know how he got his injury he's had some good recovery biggie's been able to take his neck brace off he also can move his neck he has videos on his social media with him moving his neck and they have also told him that he does not have to have neck surgery which is very very good because it means that he won't be out longer than the standard year that he was supposed to be out and he could return sooner rather than later Another thing about Biggie is that he is set to be at the Nashville tryout that they're having at SummerSlam on July 30th. Um, and he's going to be there along with several other superstars that are supposed to be there. And they do it at most of the major tryouts. They'll have certain superstars there to help push certain people, motivate, tell stories, the whole nine. So Biggie is going to be one of the people helping to recruit along with Triple H. I'm just um, happy. I'm just happy Big E does not have to have surgery. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Cody Rhodes is out with that torn pectoral muscle. Turn a big light on for me, please. Um, 
and he's expected to return in 2023. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cody's gonna be back by the Rumble. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't. Is that one yours? I don't see why he wouldn't. Like I, he's I just coming back at the Rumble. It's coming back at the Rumble. He's come back at the Rumble because if he obviously if he didn't get injured, he we know he'd be he was going to be the one with the briefcase. I think we all kind of oh, figured yeah. that out right now. A, a fucking yeah. blind man could have figured that shit out. Yeah. So he's honestly, I feel like a Royal Rumble is a lot. I love Money in the Bank. This is coming from someone who is a big Money in the Bank advocate, like to the point where I think it should be in considered a big four mm-hmm. i think i think it's considered like part of the new big four though because it's money in the bank people try to act like it's not but it is i feel like it's, money in a bank is very important it and is people, it's very it's way more important than people give it credit for and wwe was and they they have started to use it as a bigger pay-per-view it was just that this year with Cody going down and all that shit with USC taking a lot of their fans from them, it kind of took the wind out of Money in the Bank sales. Well, hopefully next year they'll be able to do it as big as they want to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I think Cody's coming back at um, Royal Rumble. So does Nicole, and I think Alexis agrees. I think uh I think that's when Big E's gonna come back. I think that's when a lot of people are gonna come back. Is that Rumble? Oh yeah, that's when they always have people come back. I hope that's when Big E comes back. I would love that. I would love. Yeah, I love. Now, Dana Brooke's injury to win though. Yeah, they'll be the final two. I'm saying this. I have a problem with him winning. If be if Big E comes back, him and Cody are gonna be the final two. Oh my god, that's gonna be rad. I mark my words. I'm putting this in the universe now. <laughs> We're gonna manifest that shit. Get me some bay leaves. That'd be a, that actually that'd be a fantastic final too. I'd be very here for that. I wouldn't. I know think Cody would like it too. Because it would be like a Bianca Rhea. Like you both, you both want to see them win, and you're just like, like you're just on the edge of your seat, and you're like, oh my god, who has it? Who has it? Who has it? And fun fact, that was the first time any two women from NXT were the final two in a women's Royal Rumble. Period. We love those statistics. So what happened with uh, with Dana? I heard she got into a bad car accident. Yeah, Dana's injury is not wrestling related. It is car accident related. Literally, she got into an accident and she's been pulled from TV and everything. So oh, wow. they don't they don't know when she's coming back. Um, but it's she's not like hurt to the point where she can't move or anything, but she does have some minor injuries from the accident. So it's gonna be a little bit before she comes back. I give her a month or two, maybe, no. but even then oh, I would let her stay off. That. I would let her stay off TV for a minute until she's all the way together. But yeah, she did get into a car accident. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Get well soon, Dana. That's scary. Um, Kevin Owens has an injury as well. They don't know exactly what the injury is. They say that it's a minor injury. Um, but he was supposed to be in a continuing his feud with um 
Elias. With, um, Elias and Ezekiel, as I call him now. But mm-hmm. because of this injury, he's pulled. He hasn't been seen since. And Kevin's been keeping up with kayfabe on social media, but it's supposed to, it's being reported as a minor injury and that he's supposed to show back up on Monday Night Raw sometime soon, but they're not sure. Um, EO Shirai is also injured and she's been injured for quite some time. Um, I saw on the dirt sheets that Meltzer was reporting that she's like one foot out the door from WWE. EO Shirai put, put a tweet out and was just like, she hates rumors. Um, if EO Shirai was leaving, I think she would be the one to speak that. A lot of times Meltzer reports shit just to put shit out in the atmosphere. And sometimes he's getting his information from moles that are in the WWE and they're putting out misinformation on purpose. He takes the bait a lot of the time. Some of the dirt sheets don't. Um, the way I see it, if she does have her foot out the door and she misses being home, she'll go home. I don't have an issue with that. And um, if that's the case, go home, live your best life. You know, that's exactly what Kyrie saying did and she's happy. So if that was the case, I'd be fine with that. But it doesn't seem like that's the case with EO. I don't think she's going anywhere. Um, so she's expected to return sometime soon. And with this battle royal looming with these 20 women in NXT next week, she if she's ready to go, she probably will be one of those women in that battle royal. We'll just have to wait and see. Nathan Frazier is also injured. Um, he came over from NXT UK. He's been in NXT for a while. He hasn't been seen a couple months either, and that is due to this injury, but they don't know what the injury is, and they don't have an expected return date either. Um, Odyssey Jones had an injury earlier this year, and he's I been out He's been out ever since, um, but he's expected to return at the end of the year. So somewhere between, I'd say it'd probably be either before war games or sometime after that um, when he's expected to return. But they don't have a definitive date, but it is at the end of the year. Um, Zelina Vega also was injured earlier this year, right after, I believe it was Mania. She was injured. She ain't um, worried about coming back. She's harassing her husband on fucking TikTok. I can't. It, no, she, it's freaking adorable, man, because he walks into her room, and when he sees her, what, sees what she's doing, he just, like, turns around and walks out, and then she runs after him. She's like, no, come back. She's just having fun harassing her husband at this point. As she should, period. <laughs> I don't blame her. Um, she is injured. They say she's supposed to come back. Her injury was only supposed to be for six to eight weeks and she's supposed to return sometime soon um randy orton is out with a back injury this injury has been nagging for quite some time and they used this attack from the usos and roman as a means to get him out to see how bad the injury was and what he had to do as far as I know, they haven't reported if he had to have surgery or not, but they say that Randy's expected to return in 2023 as well. So if he doesn't return around the time of the Rumble, then he'll probably return sometime after that. So there's that. Hold on, y'all. Give me one second. I'm sorry. I missed Randy. Like, so 
I, I miss Randy Orton. I'm not afraid to admit it out loud. I love um, the goat. The goat Randy Orton. So hopefully I, Randy comes back and um he stirs up some trouble as he always does. Period. Um Rhea Ripley <laughs> is also injured. Um she called it a brain injury. That sounds very scary. Well, I yeah, saw so, um, I saw a couple of reports saying that they're making her wear a heart monitor now. I don't I didn't see that. I don't know anything about I saw monitor. it on her social I saw it was like on Twitter or Instagram site. So she posted of her wearing one. I didn't like it. Um, if think, that's true, I don't I don't know why that would happen, but that's weird. Um, um because she said it was I think I think it's just because it's um it's stroke related. So like they can if anything happens because just I've it happens where you can end up having a stroke while you have like a, a head trauma or something. Um and it's to just keep track of her heartbeat to make sure her neurons and everything are firing on, on all degrees and like her heart's not missing any heartbeats or something like that. I've seen it before. Rhea's going to be out for some time, but I don't know when she's expected to return. She also had her teeth knocked out, which she did it to herself. It was during the time that she had the head trauma. Um, so she got the braces to fix that, but then that's when I guess they evaluated her and they realized there was more trauma done to her head than they thought, and they pulled her from money in the bank, and she's been pulled indefinitely from wrestling, period. So... We'll have to wait and see um, if and when Rhea comes back. She is promised a Raw Women's Championship shot. If Bianca is still champion at that time, she said she was be more than happy to give her that shot. Um, but who knows at this point? Rick Boogs is also still injured. They have not reported when and, or if he will return anytime soon. His injury was pretty extensive as well. It happened at WrestleMania. Um, and I don't expect him to come back anytime this year. He probably will not show back up until next year, if that. So there's that. Um, Rich Holland had a minor injury. He hasn't Jesus Christ, this list. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I mean, I know we've talked about some of these people before, but it just uh, wait till I get longer. to AEW. Just wait till I get to AEW. Oh, this is only half, oh my God. This is only half of the list, okay? This is just WWE. This is just Jesus the E. Christ. So Ridge Holland had a, a minor knee injury, but he seems to have recovered from that. I haven't seen him wrestle in a little bit, but hopefully he'll be getting back in the ring sometime soon. And the last person on the list is Zoe Stark. Zoe is expected to return to the ring in 2023. So hopefully she'll show up and... Um, she'll be right back to, you know, being all good and new. Um, before that, she was around while she had her leg um, in, a, in the brace so that, it, you know, it would be stabilized. She was around the early days when EO was still fighting to get that championship from Mandy and all that kind of stuff. Um, but she since disappeared from TV altogether. So they are, uh, people are assuming that she's been rehabbing and working out her knee and getting herself back to 100%, and she's projected to return in 2023. Now, AEW has a lot of people on the injury list. I had a fucking shot. Jesus Christ. 
Santana is injured in AEW. Adam Cole, Jungle Boy. I saw that injury in real life. Very weird. So what happened? So when he, and I felt bad after a while because he, he was like, you know, got started really well. I forgot who, I think he was in the spot with Daniel and he was on and he, I think that he got like a nut shot and he was on the ropes for a while. And I remember it was like a couple of minutes that passed. I said, why is he still on the fucking rope? And then it was like a minute later, I said, bro, he is still on his rope. And then the girl next to me was like, yeah, he has been on there for a minute. And so has, and then, so a couple of people who like also like looked back and are like, yeah, he was. And Tara's like, and, uh, Trey was like, yeah, he was on there for a minute. He was like, he's like, I he's like, might be selling it. And then he got off and then he did a spot and um, Trey was like, I think his leg buckled. Oh, damn. And he was like, I think his leg buckled. And then next thing I know, he was like, someone did a spot and then he was like, um, he was rolled over. And at first, you know, I thought he was selling it. And I noticed how he was yawning. On the edge edge. And I was like, I think he's hurt. Mm -hmm. And then so where our seats were, we were right behind the timekeepers. And at the timekeepers table is the timekeeper girl. um, Who's their ring announcer, Justin something? Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes. What's his name? Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts. Um, someone who had a headset on who looked semi-important and some other motherfuckers. And there was like a medical is like um in front of them. And then also like behind, like closer to where we at, there was also like uh there was like a small medical truck. And I saw them go on, and I saw the one guy who looked semi-important with the headphones on. Say something to Justin Roberts and he pulled out his phone. And I said, he's, I said, they're going to, and I was like, I was looking, I said, he's hurt. They're going to take him off, man. Damn, dude. And <laughs> I saw someone else on their phone and then I saw them, someone came from behind Gorilla and like snuck to the side to where he was at. And there was, and then more and more people started coming over here. And I was like, no, they're taking him out. And we were all sitting there they're like, yeah, no, they're going to take him out. Damn, dude, that's, that's fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, say- he looks cognizant. It's either, it's something I think is obviously, I don't know if they said before, for sure, like what was wrong, but I, it seemed like it was something with his leg. They haven't said exactly what his injury was, but it's, we're going by what it goes and it would be, it looks like it was a knee injury or a leg injury of some kind. Um, but yeah, he's injured. They don't know when he's coming back. Um, Adam Cole is also injured. He got a concussion at Forbidden Door. And they are not sure. They are not sure when he is set to return. Jesus Christ. Jungle Boy is also injured. There's no timetable as to when Jungle Boy will return. Sky Blue is injured. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is injured. Matt Hardy has a knee injury. But I believe he was wrestling um, recently. He seemed to have recovered, or he's just 
icing it and working through the pain, which seems to be a common theme with a lot of people. Red Velvet is also injured. Um, Buddy Matthews is injured. He has a shoulder injury. Um, Scorpio Sky had yeah. a knee injury back in June. I'm not sure if he's recovered from that injury because I don't watch AEW enough to give you guys the cool blow-by-blow. Blow. I just know that Scorpio Sky. No, he's fine. Okay. CM Punk still has his broken foot. Brian Danielson suffered a concussion. He got the concussion during the anarchy in the arena match at Double or Nothing. They were saying that it wasn't a concussion at first and that it was a different type of injury. But it turns out that his injury is a concussion. So he's been out because of a concussion. You know what? I'm no, I ain't gonna say it because it's like fucking beating a dead horse at this point. I ain't gonna fucking no, no, not fucking worth it. No, Jeff Hardy is out. We all know why Jeff Hardy is out. He's considered injured because they put him on the damn injury list. Um, yeah. Lee Johnson, Lee Johnson had a shoulder injury. I'm not sure if Lee Johnson has returned. Um, Layla Hirsch has a torn ACL. She's gonna be gone. She's gonna be gone until early 2023. Um, Darius Martin uh, has a leg injury. His brother injury. They say his injury came from outside of wrestling. It didn't come from him actually wrestling. Top flights never gotten off the ground because they keep getting injured. Um. Anthony Bowens has a knee injury. Jake Atlas has a knee injury, but he's not going to be wrestling AEW anytime soon or ever, considering what he's been, what he's done for the last couple of months. Penelope Ford has an unknown injury. Um, Mike Seidel has a dislocated knee that he got back into October of 2021. And I don't know if he's returned or been back since. The rest of these injuries are from 2021. Kip Sabian was injured. He had um, surgery back then. He got injured in May of 2021. He did have a successful surgery to repair that. And from what I've seen, he has been wrestling on the um, indie circuit. And then we all know that Kenny Omega suffered multiple injuries. And he's supposed to be rehabbing said injuries. Um, He had a couple setbacks in rehab. But um, it seems that he seems to be pushing forward through those setbacks. So the only other person who is on the injury list is an impact. And technically, she is not injured. Sue Young is on maternity leave. She had her baby. And so she's been gone because of the baby. And that is it. That is all the injuries because I don't know anything about New Japan, so I didn't cover any of New Japan's alleged injuries, and I didn't see any injuries for MLW, thank God for that. So, yeah, WWE and AEW have been hit very hard by the injury bug. Hey guys, Editing Tiff here, and I wanted to pop in because I have two things 
that I need to do. One, I need to update some pe- somebody who was injured and put them on the injury list. And two, I need to make a correction to the injury list so you guys can understand the clarity of information that you're getting. And I'm not trying to stiff you on shit. All right. So number one, Ilya Dragunov is injured. According to many of the dirt sheets, and this is not just like one or two. This is many. I've seen it on multiple dirt sheets time and time again. And that it seems to be pretty much legit. Ilya Dragunov is injured and apparently he's going to relinquish his NXT UK championship within the next couple of weeks. When he does that, an eight-man tournament is going to be started to name the new NXT UK champion. I'm not quite sure of what his injury is. I couldn't get that information, but once I do, I will post it to our podcast Instagram, which is at down for the count. It's at D4TC underscore podcast for the Instagram and the other is at down for the count 19 on Twitter. But I will post it to our Instagram to give you guys a full information about his injury. But from what I've seen, he is injured and he is going to be relinquishing that title soon. You will see a title match from him. I think it's coming up this week. He's going to defend that championship. He should be retaining that championship on that title because that match is pre-recorded. Okay. So with all that being said, get well soon, Ilya Dragunov. Now on to the injury report that I've already reported on. Some of the injuries that I reported on were older injuries. And what happened was the information, I cataloged it by date and I forgot to tell, to look at the date of the ones that I wrote down and put in my ledger. So it messed me up in terms of who I thought was currently injured and who I didn't think was injured. And because I don't watch NXT, well, AEW regularly, it kind of leaves me open to make mistakes when it comes to AEW. So my apologies if I mention somebody who's already back. My nephew is in the background. He's autistic. Please forgive me. But anyway, my apologies if I did not give correct information when it came to AEW or with AEW and WWE that it was old information because these injuries that these people have sustained they've since recovered from so my apologies if that happened on some of the people I know for a fact that's what happened with Aaliyah, Ridge Holland and Scorpio Sky was one of them and probably a few others sprinkled in and around the um, injury report may have been reported and shouldn't have been because they are no longer injured so with all that being said my apologies for the error in the injury report I promise you it won't happen again and number two Ilya Dragunov is injured and he is set to be relinquishing his NXT UK championship very soon. And an eight-man tournament is going to be had to determine the new NXT UK champion. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. Hey guys, editing tip here. And because we recorded this last week, there have been some updates on some of the injuries during the injury report. So, as you know, Nicole went to Blood and Guts, and she saw Santana's injury happen right before her eyes. We also discussed the injury and everything of the sort, but I have some new information from Fightful that may or may not clear some things up for you. As far as the actual injury, we are not sure what that injury is. It seems that AEW is keeping that pretty tight-lipped. However, he is expected to be out for quite some time. Eight months at the bare minimum is the time frame that he's supposed to be gone. Twelve months at the max, maybe more. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. Um, he did legitimately get injured at AEW's blood and guts. He did go down. Medical attention was given to him. And now he is suspected to be out for a substantial amount of time. So Pride and Powerful is going to be on the shelf for a minute. With all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Um, there's two more things before we move on to the other one. WWE has had some minor budget cuts um and they've been, they've been very quiet they hired curtis axel and aria davari sometime earlier this year on a trial basis to get them in as producers because they needed them they were short-staffed by their own efforts and because of that they needed to delegate that job of producer and disperse it out a little bit more it was a bit heavy on the producers who had stayed um and were able to survive the budget cuts. Now they've decided to get rid of Aria Davari and Curtis Axel. Um, both of them were working as producers on a trial basis and they decided that they no longer need them. So that load is then gonna be dispersed amongst the producers who are left, which Jason Jordan is still there. I remember a lot of people were- They will never get rid still, of Jason Jordan. They were wondering if he still worked there or not, and he does. His wife just gave birth to their baby, and he's been gone on leave for that. So he does still work for WWE. In fact, he's one of the lead producers for WWE. Um, Also, with John Laurinaitis being in the trouble that he is in, he was put on administrative leave, which left his job open as well. And they decided to fill that in-house with Bruce Pritchard. Now, you have to understand, Bruce Pritchard is doing two jobs. He is working as the interim talent relations director, and he still is the head of SmackDown and Raw's creative team. He still is their director. So he's handling all of that and handling talent relationship as well. And this McMahon is still in creative, which leads me to the next topic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That that is a lot. That's a lot of injured people. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. It's it's very, very, very heavy. But Daniel Bryan's or Brian Danielson, as he is called, his I'm not surprised at because he has had concussion issues before. And I hate to say this, but I'm not trying to be mean. I just want people to understand the difference between the two companies. There's caution and then there's protection. AEW is cautionary, whereas WWE were completely protective, almost like they were wrapping their arms around him to keep him from doing it. Him wrestling in New Japan and overseas and wrestling in AEW on a constant basis is very dangerous. It ups the amount of times that he could end up with a concussion, especially in those special matches like the arena match that he had. He should have never been put in that type of match. Even if he says he's fine, sometimes you have to save people from themselves. You have to understand, given the fact that we know what concussions can do to people, look at the football players, A lot of football players have CTE, and some of them are killing themselves at a rapid rate due to the CTE. You have to be more careful. If you're going to wrestle, it needs to be a regular wrestling match. You don't need to do anything outside of that. I don't care what people are asking for. You have two kids and a wife. 
You have a family. That should be enough. I'm sorry. I I think that he he needs to give it up for his sake and for his family's sake. Back. That's just my personal opinion. Like Nicole said, Bree's gonna be the one wiping his ass and when he's fucking wheelchair bound and not able to be there for his kids, so I'm okay with him rescuing, but this this is when Tony Khan has to be more of a um a businessman rather than trying to be everybody's friend. You have to protect the integrity of your product number one. And number two, sometimes you have to save a person from themselves. You're so busy relishing in all this admiration and love that you're getting that you're forgetting you have a company you have to run. Daniel Bryan isn't going to save himself from himself because he believes he's perfectly fine. I don't have to do any of that. I'm great. I'm in great health. Yes, now you are. And now we're in a situation where you are injured again with a concussion because we know that you are injury prone in that area we're well aware of that you have a history of concussions so it would be not wise to put you in a match where you could very well get a concussion or at least the odds are higher that you could get one somebody should have said something this is the very same thing i was saying about matt hardy and jeff hardy sometimes you just got to tell people no the answer is no you're not going to be having a man jump off of a 50-foot ladder onto you this week. We're not going to do that. I don't understand it. It's like nobody has any wherewithal for anybody's safety. Nobody understands that AEW, with everything that's going on, people could look at you like, hey, you guys are not, you are enabling some of these people. You're not doing your job. Sometimes you just gotta say fucking no. No, you can't have this match. No, you need to take a break. Daniel Bryan's been wrestling in AEW since he got there. I've yet to see him take a break. If he's not wrestling there, he's wrestling somewhere else. It's like you're not wrestling for hot dogs anymore. You don't have to. I, I don't know. I don't know. Just. You just gotta do better. That's the best way I can explain it. And if it's not, if this isn't enough, like I would imagine that your kids and your wife would be enough for you. And if they aren't, they damn well should be. Because they're the ones who are gonna have to be there for you when all of this shit quiets down. And you don't wanna be like Undertaker, where you're, you're in the hospital and you don't know your name or you can't remember shit. You're trying to beg your wife to tell you so that you can get your ass out of the hospital or you're only wrestling once a year but you damn near kill yourself in every or, single match that you're in i yeah. you know there there was a picture of undertaker before he came back uh to wrestlemania that one year and just like beat the shit out of elias um it was a picture of him and he looked so old and so fragile and he had arm crutches because he like was having surgery on both his knees or something like that and it's he i mean we don't like mark but like undertaker was really part of like me growing up as a wrestling fan 
and it sucks because he just didn't know when to stop. And I'm telling you, he's probably metal from the waist down at this point in his life. Like he's held together by like screws and titanium. And that's it. Oh boy. Let's talk let's um, just can we just start bashing people? Like really just going after people who fucking deserve it. I love it, Mercedes you know? Martinez. What what'd she do? <laughs> um Serena Deves um was attacking on oh, that I miss this was attacking um Anna Jay after she won the match and Mercedes, you know, was like, you know, I'm not trying to have some raggedy bitch treating people like this. Let me come on out there. Not raggedy. I can't wait. I love it. Fuck Deep. She's a mess. All right. So I'm going to find this article from Fightful so that I can make sure we have the right information. Okay. We talking about uh, WES? Yeah, the um, info about this. I want to make sure we put the right. All right. Well, I kind of, I got some of it pulled up here. I don't have the full thing, but I got some of it. So this was a independent wrestling show being put on by uh, the former tag team in WWE called Authors of Pain. I call them Toka and Razar because I'm a children. I'm a child of the '90s and I grew up watching Ninja Turtles, so that's what I call them. And um, they decided they were going to put this show together, but they uh, show. I don't know what happened. There was some communication breakdown. And shout out to I don't want to call him Aiden English. What's his actual real name? Hang on. It's not Aiden. Hold on. I'll remember. Uh, Matthew something. Matthew Reinhold. That sounds like a bomb-ass name for a wrestler, though. Yeah. I just call him Matt because I can't say his last name. I'm going to call him Matt because I don't want to insult him. But he kind of jumped on Twitter and uh, was kind of just saying, hey, so you guys are still promoting me for this show even though, like, Apparently he wasn't showing up, but they were like stuff happened. Like he was, he was supposed to do that show, but then another one came up. It was all crazy. Tiff will get more into it as it goes, but pretty much they have pitched off a lot of people. Um, Nia Jax was brought in. Uh, of course, they have Matthew. No, I don't want to call her Nia Jax because what? How do you? I can't pronounce her real name though because I keep. Lena. It's Lena Fanin. Lena. Lena okay, because okay, I've heard people say like three different ways and I just don't want to like piss anybody off by mispronouncing their names. Um, Lena jumped on. She was, she said something. And then I sent the Twitter thread uh, in our group chat with screenshots. And apparently um, when Matt was saying something, Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder, jumped in. He's like, oh, so they did this again? So this probably isn't the first time they've done this. Like, I've looked up AOP, and apparently they've become nothing but, like, crypto bros ever since they left WWE. So, yeah, ew. 
Okay, so I'm going to let Alexis finish telling you guys, and then I'll come in and fill in where she didn't. So I, I'll be right back. I'm sorry. I'll be right okay. back. No, it's a lot. It's a lot, and Tiff will go more in debt, but um, they ended up canceling the promote. They, they ended up canceling the show, and then they thought they were going to do some slick shit by saying, like, oh, well, we already paid Lena. Didn't use her name. They called her Naya. We already paid her, so we don't know what she's complaining about. And I'm like, that's really weird. Out of everybody who's talked shit about you, why are you calling her out? Matt's over here writing a whole fucking dissertation about y'all and how'd you did him dirty. How come you threw out her? Maria must have taught him. I don't know, but he, he handled it real well. Did Maria can let's proofread it? I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of fuck WWE in there, so who knows? Anyway. Probably. But, um, but, yeah, I think it's weird. Um, also, I'm sorry. I want to make this comment. It's 2022. Don't be booking these people for shows, wasting their time, and not fucking pay them. What's yeah, and what's worse is that the show is the overseas. fact that they took. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh hell no! Yeah, no, you got wrong they, people. They the the show was scheduled to go over in London, and um, shout out to Mojo. Uh, what's his name actually? Hang on, I just I feel bad calling them still by their WWE game. Um, shout out. I to, don't because he likes it. It's hobby. Okay. Shout out to Mojo because dude is just freaking positivity incarnate. He's like, hey, so I'm over here. And since y'all kind of, I want y'all to get your money's worth, who's up for a meet and greet and just like hanging out for a while. And he actually had a fucking meet and greet on, on the day. And a lot of people showed up. So I'm like, God, see, this is the shit I love to read right here. (sighs) Yeah, it's overseas, and yeah, it's it was bullshit, pretty much. And I didn't like the fact that they threw Lena under the bus. I, we don't like her, but I'm not going to sit here and let you throw somebody under the bus who has no fucking reason to be thrown under said bus to begin with. That ain't cool. Fucking get my ass to travel yeah. all the way out to fucking London, and you expect me to put up with that shit? I got other stuff to do. Well, according to wrestling headlines, they say that it was supposed to be a show um, with former WWE stars, AOP, Akum, and Rezar. They were the ones who were putting this or doing this show. It was supposed to be in Nottingham, England on Mm -hmm. Saturday at a 10,000 seat. Um, arena called Motorport. Um, the event was supposed to air live on Fight TV. They moved the show from July, from June 4th to July 9th, and then they announced a whole new card. They had Moose versus Alistair Overeem for the WES World Title, Lena Fanine um, versus a to be determined opponent for her for the WES Women's World Title. Legion of Pain, also known as Authors of Pain, were supposed to go up against BT Gunn and Kaz Evans for the tag team titles. Steph Delander 
which is Persia Periota. And Anastasia versus the She-Wolves were supposed to go after the WES Women's World Tag Team titles. Um, Kalisto and Lince Dorado were supposed to have a match. Killian Dane and Mojo Rowley supposed to have a match. And then there were two pre-show matches. Eric Young was supposed to go up against Zach Zodiac and Levi Venezuela Jr., which was no way Jose was supposed to go up against Jody Fleish. Um, earlier that week, Nia Jax put a tweet out that said she was not going to be at the event. She doesn't understand why they're still putting her on the poster. Um, don't buy a ticket thinking you'll see me because she won't be there. Um, Matthew, which is who they were talking about, which is Aiden English, formerly known as Aiden English, he was supposed to do commentary for the show. He stopped a show that he was going to do to do this show for them. And it's, he said it cost him income. He said, and I quote, so West official TV has cost me time and now cost me income. I was asked to be on the show, but had conflicting booking. I was told they really wanted me and would pay me up front. So as they were former colleagues, I took them at their word and passed on my booking. And since I have been completely ghosted, zero communication, I have friends booked for the show. And luckily, some of them have been paid already, but I doubt the show will happen. No travel, no hotel, or any pertinent information has been shared with anyone that I know. Now, I'm also out of a weekend or of income due to them. Part of that is on me because I chose to forego my other date. But as I said, I was told repeatedly that for sure this was happening and they wanted me to be there. I would be wary of buying a ticket or the broadcast of this show. The issues came after WES um, announced their original date, which was June 4th, and they delayed that um, date due to undisclosed reasons. Um, there were several talents who came out and spoke publicly about having problems with their bookings. Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, um backed out after the show was rescheduled. There were a couple other people who decided to um, back out. They were originally advertised for the first show, but after it was advertised or rescheduled, they pulled out. So um, Ron Strowman, Paul Ellering, um, Steve Macklin, Wesley Blake, Killer Cross, Jonah, Madison Rain, Tennille Dashwood, Mike Bennett, Biff Bissett, which is Oni Lurkin, and Dirty Dango, which is Fandango. They all pulled out of the show after the first rescheduling of the um, dates. Damn, that's after a that, talent. Jesus Christ. Most of them, and most of them are former WWE talent, or it sounds like Impact talent. Um, they said that they decided to move ahead even after they lost like half of their booking and they were still doing media press conferences and all kinds of stuff for it. They even had a former impact announcer join the announce team as well as, um, Matthew. Um, they did a media update earlier this week and announced that it was canceled and they blamed the cancellation on talent not showing up. <laughs> they specifically mentioned uh, Lena Fanine um, and saying that she was paid her deposit 
but changed her mind and no longer wanted to work the show. And it was said that the other talents who were scheduled were paid in full. It seems like that's not the case because Matthew wouldn't have came out and said something if he hadn't been compensated for the show. See, I didn't know about Chelsea Green, so that makes sense that Cardona came out and said something when uh, Matt was going off on his Twitter about it because I didn't know Chelsea Green was supposed to be there. That explains right. why he was talking about it. Right. He also said the company said that they, in a follow-up tweet, that anyone who bought a ticket or pre-ordered the pay-per-view event will be refunded in full. They do have a statement that they released. It says, and I quote, dear fans and followers, unfortunately, we will have to cancel the event schedule for this Saturday at the Motor Point Arena in Nottingham, England. We are deeply disappointed in the news that we have to share. But with so many talent not showing up, we will have no choice but to cancel the event. Our team worked so hard on this event day in and day out for the fans to come with a different type of wrestling event and believe that we still will be able to show that in the near future. We do not want to, we do want to say that all our talent that was scheduled have been paid in full and that Lena Fanin was, was paid her deposit as well, but she changed her mind and did not want to show up and wrestle anymore. For now, we will have to apologize for this, but we promise that it will not end here. See you soon. Team WES. According to them, this is not going to be the end of their promotion. They're going to continue to push forward. It also says, as an interesting, interesting note, that the official WES website is still uh, having Lena Fanin's name attached to um, an advertised women's world title match. And the rest of the aforementioned matches are all still up on their website. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I know we mentioned it before because if you're a little bit more organized than me right now, but um, <laughs> I, I don't like that. I mean, I, we, we make, we say shit about Nia Jax, but like, why the fuck did they have to throw her under the bus out of anybody else? No, they, I don't think they should have singled her out, but she was one of the ones who kind of blew up the spot when she said she wasn't going to be there. So they went at her next specifically because, but they didn't do that with anybody else. Um, but nobody else made it public. Everybody else just pulled out of the um, program. But I guess she was like, my face is on this poster. People are going to go to this show thinking that I'm there. When I'm not there, they're going to come at me. They're not going to come at the promotion. And she's right. So mm -hmm. I would have said something on Twitter too. I would have been like, look, I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to be at this night, this show. So don't show up thinking I'm going to be there, which is essentially what she said. I'm not quite sure as to why they decided to single her out, like government name and all. I don't understand that, but whatever. And I mean, it's, it's not like this is a show like in fucking Ohio or something. This is an international hey. show. Damn! <laughs> Look, I don't know why Ohio's been getting the hate on TikTok. I'm just using this for an example. It's not like a state they can travel to here in the U.S. super easily. This is an international show. Okay. Damn. You, like, the whole, like, damn, shit. You, I can't say anything about Ohio, but y'all raised on Florida. Okay. Like, we like, know Ohio shitty. You don't have <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god damn. How far is that supposed to mean? Well, no, what I'm just saying is that it would be so, like, say, you know, me being here in Tennessee, 
it'd be easier to be like, okay, so this got canceled. It's easier to get a flight back to like Ohio, but this is an international flight. And those things, and I'm pretty sure these guys were not buying everybody their flights. Uh, that Matthew said they didn't have no flight, no hotel information. They didn't give them nothing. So, and that shit, you, and it's not like you can be like, I don't know how it is, but international flights are not fucking cheap. They're not. And plus, then you have true. to do all the work to get the work visa so you could go work overseas. It's, it's crazy. I didn't like the fact they called her out specifically. Like, Aiden English is on Twitter dragging y'all. Matt Cardona is dragging y'all because you took the payday from his wife. But she's the one y'all are going for. That That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm the biggest Nia Jax fan, but she's right. She had a right to say what she said. And they didn't have to go at her neck like that. She didn't tell everybody that they didn't have no flight information. And then they was like, well, she's been paid her deposit. I'm like, well, everybody else was paid in full, according to y'all, so. And shit happens. What if, like, what if something actually came up and she couldn't go? That's the reason why you pay a deposit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sounds to me why you feel the need to say that. It's just ignorant. It sounds to me like they don't know what the hell they're doing. It really doesn't. I never heard of this promotion until now. I didn't even know that they had a promotion. It literally just started. Like, this was supposed to be, like, their first show, I think. And, like, the authors of pain or whatever the fuck they're going by nowadays, Toka and Razar, they're fucking crypto bros. So right off the bat, it sounds fucking shady as shit to me, but like, oh boy, I just, I don't know. It's like, and you know what? No one came out really bad mouth. Then no one was coming out saying, oh, you guys are assholes. You guys are fuck, fucking pieces of shit. Cause you know, who's going to reimburse my fucking international flight ticket? Like that kind of thing. No one was coming out. I would, I'd be like, motherfuckers, you know how much you owe me? Not only in like shows that I've missed. But international flight alone? Mm-mm. Well, Matthew said that he lost income, which he did. It's definitely a loss of income. And I get it. Wrestlers like to wrestle, but at the same time, I'd like to get paid for what the fuck I'm doing. Period. And he said, I've, I've, booked a, I've decided to not book this show because they were former colleagues and I trusted them. And now I'm in a sling, which he said he lost a whole weekend's worth of income. And you know what the you know what the shitty thing is? If most of these are ex WWE guys, that's mm-hmm. like people you used to share a locker room with. And it's like, really, bro? Is this how you are? Okay. Ex WWE, ex Impact, or current Impact. Mm-hmm. That just sounds shady as shit, honestly. It's supposed to be a code between y'all and y'all should at least respect them enough to tell them what's going on. You know, if you couldn't afford to do the show, you shouldn't have waited until last minute. This sounds like some fire fest type shit. Okay. Right. Daryl said oh, the same thing. That's not fair. And 
Holy shit. Hmm. This match. Um, I think people, um, and this is probably because I don't know I have insider tea, but just seeing it from the other aspect, especially with like inflation and stuff, a lot of these wrestlers try to go to stuff out of like their kindness of their hearts, like especially local stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they won. <gasps> Swerve and Keith Lee. Oh shit, they beat um Fuck, Oh, I this can't... scares me because they didn't pin the butts. But Congratulations to Keith Lee. I wish they pinned the Bucks. I wish the Bucks would go away, but that's a whole other story for a different fucking day, I guess. But anyway, Nicole, what were you saying? I got very distracted. Um, Sorry, let oh. me turn turn down oh, my buddy. iPad. I like, hate young Selden. Um, no, because <laughs> a lot of, obviously, a lot of times wrestlers try to go to stuff, especially like locally or a lot of like the ones that are trying to like I don't want to say like get themselves over but get themselves more connected to people within the industry so on and so on get themselves more noticed and a lot of the times like they'll travel out of their own pocket which I you know I 100% you know I get and obviously they need to to make those connections every once in a while so Mm -hmm. they should respect people on that aspect and the fact that they couldn't re- like speak to anyone about any travel arrangements and any of that other stuff. Like you can't just, yes, they had people who like, who are booked, who are quote unquote, you know, might have some bigger bags, like people who are former um, WWE wrestlers, so on, so on, or people who have really good consistent work, like people like Matt, but that's still not okay. Like, you need to respect, and this is just general for people who do any type of, like, art or um, contract work. Don't let people disrespect your time. Your time is money. And their time is money. So you can't, so that is not like, like, Alexa had a great point. It's not like they're going somewhere with that in the States. They are going somewhere internationally and flights have been i think everyone most people have tiktoks and i've seen so many people who have so i have never seen so many travel issues in my entire life oh my god that was all over They're my ridiculous. Today. It's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous everywhere and it's and it's bad and it's consistently not good or worse so the fact is is that say so say you do get these people booked you have them booked and say they're like they have a layover and then they're not depending on what flight they're not really trying to compensate you right away you having to buy another ticket Uh you're going somewhere you don't even know your hotel accommodations or any of your lodging accommodations no and not only and then your ticket's not paid for and then you have to fork on something else on top of your ticket because you got your flight canceled or delayed or all sorts of stuff like that's so much time and energy before they even get there Mm -hmm. and like 
traveling like if you ever fly by plane traveling sucks even without fucking um you know the laybacks like i was coming back from ohio seeing tip for her birthday i got fucking stuck in dallas airport for like six hours which i didn't understand i was so fucking confused i'm like how did you get there girl i don't know like what happened apparently there was the they couldn't I'll, I'll explain it to you after the show because it's like airport logic bullshit but like yeah and it's just like imagine being stuck somewhere that you don't know anybody what if you're stuck somewhere where you don't know the language right you I mean you're you're basically like and that's worse when you're like you're somewhere and at least like I could stay in touch with you and I was I'm like hey guess who's still at the airport like it's easy like when you're in touch with people but when you go like radio fucking silence and no one can find you that is a problem and I mean they were in England it's not they but it's it's still not the United States so that's that's a problem they they should they should be held more responsible than this. And your ass should not be blaming talent for nobody's show. You know, you, this is your fault. This is on you. It's just like when WWE was fucking around in Saudi and all the talent got stuck there. We still don't know what the fuck was going on with that shit. But it doesn't matter because your talent was stuck. But they made sure Vince McMahon got home. They made sure of that. Never mind the fact that there was like at least. I don't know, 50 to 60 people who were stuck there Meanwhile, in the airport. Fucking families wondering what the hell's going on because they can't get a hold of their husband or their wife or their boyfriend mm-hmm. or their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, it just sounds like some firefest shit. Like it never really was going to get off the ground to begin with. And I'm like, y'all have a championship match? Y'all got fucking belts? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and on a more serious note, this is kind of like a, sh- I mean, like, if this is how y'all do business, do you think any talent will want to deal with you now? Like, you literally- I mean, after the way that they've been talking on social media about them, I highly doubt. Like, it's going to be talent that's, like, really trying <laughs> to get off the ground, very, very desperate to work, that are going to deal with this wrestling promotion. There's just no way. That anybody that has a legitimate backing in the company, or not in the company, but just as a wrestler at all, anybody who has a name, more than likely is not going to deal with them in any way, shape, or form. So they'll just get like local talent. Because if it's in England, if I'm a struggling indie wrestler and this shit's in England, I'm not spending money to fucking go to England. Fuck that shit. It's just, it's just unfortunate. It's the best way to explain it. All right. So we need to talk about Vinny back, okay? So Vince has some new allegations out, all right? And we have to call them allegations so we don't get sued, okay? But I think it's true. Now, and technically it is true because they got the documentation to prove the other allegations, but these are undocumented. I want to make that clear. There's no paper trail in WWE for this, but they claim that these allegations are true. All right? Mm-hmm. 
So according to the Wall Street Journal, Mr. McMahon has agreed to pay more than $12 million over the past 16 years to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. Now, sexual misconduct and infidelity, which means some of these may be affairs and others are sexual misconduct and sexual yeah. harassment, okay? Just mm -hmm. so we're clear, so everybody understands what that means. Because I feel like a lot of times people hear stuff and because it's so salacious, you just lump everything in together. No, you have to listen. Information is power. It's false. All right, so there's some women who have willingly slept with him and to keep them quiet about the affair, he's paid them off. There are some women who he lorded himself over and coerced sexual favors from, as well as committed sexual harassment against, and he paid them off to keep them quiet. All right, so you got a big combination of both. All right, now, he agreed to pay $12 million over the past 16 years to suppress the allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. The payouts were reportedly to four different women who were previously associated with the WWE. $12 million to four different women. Now, here's where it gets sticky. These women have reportedly signed agreements that, repeat, that prohibits them from discussing potential legal claims against Vince McMahon or discussing the relationship they had with Vince McMahon. One of these settlements is a $7.5 million pact. She's $7.5 million pact with a former wrestler who alleged that Mr. McMahon coerced her into giving him oral sex and then demoted her and ultimately did not renew her contract in 2005. And after that was after she resisted any further sexual encounters with him. The wrestler had an attorney and they went to Vince McMahon back in 2018 and they negotiated a payment in return for her silence. And that is where the $7 million went and went to one person. There was also a WWE contractor who presented the company with unsolicited new photos of Mr. McMahon that she reported she received from him and alleged that he sexually harassed her while she was on the job. And this was a non-disclosure agreement in 2008. He agreed to pay her $1 million. In 2006, there's an agreement with a former manager who had worked for WWE for 10 years. She claimed, she said she had a sexual relationship with him and she was paid to be quiet about the sexual relationship. Um, there were several other people who were paid um, $1.5 million um, from a non-disclosure agreement that they have. They, they got John Laronitis's amount for his non-disclosure agreement to the employee who claims the misconduct by John Laronitis. His non-disclosure agreement was 1.5 million. There were several others that were 
part of this $12 million. There was a manager and there was another contractor who also was um, paid uh, somewhere in the tune between a million to $2 million to keep them, keep them quiet. <sighs> Ultimately, the probe has unearthed all of this information. Now, what I find to be interesting is that you say that this WWE contractor came to the company to tell you that Vince McMahon sexually harassed her, but you had to do a probe to find out if Vince McMahon has done this before. This leads me to believe that you all were well aware of this, but you feared the backlash that he that was coming, which you're getting, but you knew that he was doing this. And you were well aware that he was doing this. And as long as it was quiet, you weren't gonna say anything. And as soon as that lady sent that information to the board and it got leaked out to the Wall Street Journal, you all went into full damage control and started this probe. Hmm. I just I just don't believe that if there was information presented to you that says, hey, this man has sexually harassed me, usually when there's smoke, there's fire. So my mind would have been, okay, it's time to open up an investigation and see if he's done this before. But you already knew that he did this before. And you swept it under the rug because she was paid to be quiet about it. And that's how you rectified the situation with money. Now we're in a, in a time and an era where you're held accountable whether you do something wrong or not. If they hear an inkling, a whiff that you have done something wrong and out the way, whether you are guilty or innocent, they're going to be held to the fire, literally. So you tried to save face and make it seem like you did this probe. You didn't have to do a probe. You had the information. This shit was on fire. So you knew that he was doing this, which means every single one of you who were aware enabled his behavior and allowed him to continue to harm the women that he sexually harassed and committed sexual misconduct against. You are all liable. That's just how I feel about it. Except for those who are in power. So like the wrestlers, people who work under certain executives, y'all don't have no power to do nothing except to report. But everybody else, people who are on the board, people who know, people who have power to start inquiries, to get things done, mm -hmm. you knew. And you could have done something. And you should have done something. So that's it. That that's that's Vince's news. So I just have a question because it feels like we've talked about this so much, and it just it's a like I'm. What's the way to say it? We all knew this was going on the entire fucking time. I mean, we're not stupid. But like the old boys club 
I'm telling you, the old boys club, y'all didn't believe us when we said it was still fucking rearing back there, but this fucking proves it. They knew how shitty of a person that Vince and Laurinaitis is, yet they still pussy popped for him. They still, you know, kissed his ass or whatever. And it's just... Honestly, I don't know what the fuck to say anymore. I'm just, I'm just, just send his ass to jail at this point. Just send fucking Vince's ass to jail for something. Because he don't seem to give a fuck, so why should we give a fuck about him? This is just disgusting all around, and you notice Linda's been real quiet on social media now after she was, you know, mm-hmm. to her horn that she saved all those babies, and now it's like, bitch, when's the last time your husband had sex with you? <sighs> and I'm still seeing stupidity. And one thing I want people to be very clear about is that nobody was released because Vince McMahon was sleeping with women and sexually harassing others. God, okay? Tell that to Rico because man, he's about to go off on somebody eventually. You have oh, to yeah. use your brain. You have to use your head. You have to be smart. Okay. It clearly says that he did not use WWE funds to do this. It clearly says that he paid money out of his own pocket, which he very well can do. Then you ask, well, why is it on file at WWE? It has to be. It's uh-huh. a non-disclosure agreement for a former worker who works with him. So yes, it's going to be on file. It's going to be documented. So that one, he can protect his ass in case they try to do something out of the way. And two, it doesn't look like the company themselves tried to hide it. So until I get some concrete evidence that says Vince McMahon embezzled money to pay off his former mistresses and women that he sexually harassed, the story is the same. They have not changed. Even with the new information coming out and the new mm-hmm. allegations that date back to 16 years, they never said that this was about money that he took from WWE. They never said that. And it doesn't have anything to do with the releases. Some of you are bird brands. I just... I don't understand how you make it through life with the way that you think. I don't understand how you can go from the idea that this man is sexually harassing people is not the focal point of what's going on in the IWC. You all are focused on the fact that people got released from WWE. So it had to be because of the money he was paying to the women that he had affairs with. And then you say stupid shit like, well, it wasn't money well spent. Right. Jesus Christ, man. So my thing is, this is going to sound really like heartless and shit, but I don't understand why people get so wrapped up in people why can't I move this? And people getting um, released. I don't understand. I don't get it either. I don't understand why people get so fucking like wrapped up and like distraught over it like i mean i was honestly over joe so i mean huh 
I was distraught over Joe, but he literally just got I, back after being honestly, released. No time. offense, I don't. I don't. I, he's like he was the least person home. I cared about because he's going to get work easily. Yeah. So that's why I don't care. Like in hindsight, it's like especially half the time they act like they want they don't want to be there anymore anyways, which you know perf- that's perfectly fine. My thing is is that why are you so worried about these people going when they obviously are can like find you know whatever better quality of work life or whatever the fuck these people or whatever they want to do so that's why I don't get in a tizzy about it because especially with like AEW and so many others going on there's um so much more options for everyone now so that's why I'm like so okay like they got released like like especially the bigger name people they can find a job Vince is not fucking stupid Vince is not even close to being stupid no one who's able to buy a company out 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 from under their father is an idiot that money whatever how much money he has spent or used to um take care of his misdeeds I can almost guarantee you are not going to be anything that is pulled from any type of accounts dealing with WWE. Was it money that he made working for WWE? Sure, but it's not going to be any money that is directly linked from any accounts or any bonds or shares. Like, he's not fucking stupid. That's very amateur. That's very, I just started working at this hedge fund two years ago and I'm banging my secretary and I have to cover it up right like he's not he's not stupid um I think if it does get worse I think John will John's probably gonna get let go I think he is gonna be fired he's going to get let go he he ain't got prayer he's gone at this he's got yeah he's he doesn't have a prayer to nothing to hold on to um I think he's going to be gone, and I also think, um, and I don't think um, Vince is going to completely go away, but I think I wouldn't be shocked if he, like, permanently, quote-unquote, removed himself as the CEO. I wouldn't be shocked at that. I think that's what he's going to do, so he can, you know, still have ties in a company, but not, it'd be like, such a shit show but the fact that motherfuckers think that Vince of all people would be dumb enough to be using money from people getting released to pay off mistress mistresses and other stuff is just beyond being fucking dumb that's called embezzlement that's what I'm saying no way in hell he's automatically going to be fired that is a fireable offense you are stealing money from the company that's a federal offense he doesn't have to do that. He makes enough money oh, yeah. to pay out the damn the NDAs himself. He doesn't have to do that, which is what he did. I don't understand why people always find a way to make things. They got to fit these puzzles together so they do some of the most illogical thinking. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like, there's a more pressing matter here. There's a man who's in a position of power and he's lording himself over women. You don't think that that should be more of the conversation rather than being worried about who got fired. 
Half no, of those because... people that got fired are working. They're champions in other companies. Like, I know, They're being seen like this. Like, like, is collecting belts. Right. They're literally Black everywhere for like no five. reason. Love her, but it makes no sense. Black Cordona's got like five titles. Yeah. Taya has exactly. like five titles by now. Deanna she just Perrazzo won another has... one this weekend. Jesus. Deanna Perrazzo just had three and she dropped two and then she dropped the Impact title. FTR's been collecting belts since they left. Okay? They so, have not slowed down. So I don't understand unless unless you were an NXT talent and you didn't really have much going in NXT, you haven't had a chance to get out the blocks. Unless that was the case, 90% of the talent that left WWE is not stopping. They're moving and shaking. They're doing something. Mm-hmm. If they ain't putting on shitty promotions like AOP, they're out there collecting titles and belts on New Japan, GCW, and every other promotion that they can think of. They're out there working. So WWE is not the end-all, be-all of wrestling. I have said this no. time and time again. You can still be a star and not be in the E. That is yep. possible. I told my I told my dad that a while back, and because um, he was asking about like, and he's like, was you know, he's like, yeah, you know, about he would always tell me how he would go to the NWA shows in Florida, and I'm like, yeah, you know, a lot of people go to NWA now, and he goes, really? I said, yeah, I go, Dad. WWE is not the brass ring that everyone used to make it out to be. Like, you can make more money on the indies than you can in WWE. If anything, WWE is used as a stepping stone now. I said it. I mean, for some people, it is. I mean, then look at people like Tony Storm. She wanted to be there because she thought it was her dream to be there, and she didn't like it. You, you know, just... I, I mean, I, I got some opinions about Tony Storm, but I'm gonna that. I mean, she's a separate issue in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but if you like, wanted to do OnlyFans, just you could have just you could have just, just said that. My, my thing is just where was I going? My mind just went fucking blank on me. Fuck. Um, my my point is, it's just that. Um, read, read fucking read like i don't know what's i don't know what's worse i'm wwe stands stands stains whatever the fuck you want to call them wwe stands or aew stands like i don't get it y'all are going on here defending these people they don't know who the fuck you are they ain't paying your rent they don't care if you eat that night like why do you they should be more and tiff is right they need to be more focused that he did something very hellacious toward women. And people are like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, well, would you be saying this if this was your mom, your sister, your aunt, some form of female figure in your life that was very important to you? Would you be cool with this happening to them? Whether they were down, whether, whether they were down with it or not, would you be up here saying this kind of shit if someone you knew was involved in it? I just don't care. I'm like, y'all just, y'all just, that's what you care about. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be upset about the releases, but goddamn, it's been a year, over a over year. Over a year at this point. Let it the fuck go. Yeah, let it go. Because them people don't, 
the right people don't care. And I just think it's so weird out of all, I feel like some wrestling fans like smoke, like focus on such like dumb shit within the industry and not things that it's so stupid that actually like should be like taken as offense and should be like questioned and so on and so on so there and go ahead nicole i'm sorry and it's just like it's just so it's just so weird like who cares like literally Mm -hmm. like this sounds insensitive but it's like who cares like these people are perfectly fine I mean, no, it's not harsh at all. I think I think you're speaking the truth because, like, they ain't losing sleep. They got they're working. They're doing something. I mean, no one's going hungry in this situation. Especially if they know. I mean, if you're making six figures, you should be able to find some kind of way to invest that money and flip it into something. I mean, some of us are still in the thirty to fifty thousand dollar range a year. And nowadays, especially with the way they've gone up on every fucking thing, that is not enough. So if you were making six figures in WWE and you couldn't figure out how to manage your money properly so that you can survive after the life of WWE, I don't know what to tell you. Well, that's what yeah. they do. That's why and they I just want to make one comment people. and I can move on. So the one thing that really made me mad is when um, IE people like Maria Canellas were really harping on about this um, during the pandemic. I was like, you guys do realize like real life normal people like lost jobs during a pandemic. Exactly. I'm, one, exactly. I'm one of them. Right. My husband lost like, his job. You would never in my fucking life ca- catch me feeling sorry for someone who made at least three, four, five times as much as I did a year. Thank you. You got me fucked up. I'm surprised she didn't buy, block me off next. I lit into her fucking ass because I said, "Ain't no fucking way, you dumb bitch. Ain't no way." Because oh, she's um, gonna use she's gonna use that as be like, "See, they always come and attack me." Like, no, bitch, I'll fuck her. Up. Yeah. So, like in general, like that piss that that oh, that pisses me off because I felt like, especially like, oh well, they don't have job like you know like regardless I like I don't want to be insensitive obviously people have like families and all sorts of you know things that they need to take care of those like I'm not discounting it but the fact that you want me to go on this boohoo sympathy train for some especially during that time during the pandemic when I was like I literally am and this is like before like my employment I was like I literally cannot sleep at night because I don't think I'm gonna have enough money to even buy groceries yeah and you want me to feel bad for someone who when they're in living in a house um they're living in a house with five six bedrooms going to sleep and perfectly they got fine two, at night they got a two-person income they both of them yeah. was yep. getting a check so Mix me with the bullshit is all I'm saying. Relax on that shit. And then Mickey, Mickey should have just kept her damn mouth shut, honestly, too. That that really kind of pissed me off. Who? Mickey James James tweeted out, basically, she was just like, so that's why I didn't get that raise. This was after. You got to sit down for a little bit. It was was just, (laughs) it was, it was, I mean, if it was like some years later, I, I would have popped like, at that. I was like, I, I mean, that would have been a chuckle. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it just, it was, I'm like, it was too soon. 
It's too too late. Well, she went to left that in the draft, sis. But she went real damn quiet, real damn quick when people were like, well, didn't you just go back there earlier this year to get a fucking paycheck to show up at Rumble after they sent your stuff to you in a trash bag, sweetheart? Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie because I I would go for a paycheck. Yeah. (laughs) I would have got my money the first, and I was champion at the time, and that put impact on, on national. That was on the Peacock Network. Where millions of people are subscribed, you motherfucking right. I they tweeted it. I would have been there in a heartbeat. Yes, I would have. In the air. Because you know they don't like speaking about shit. Um, oh, did you want to talk about Mickey James, Rory? Oh. <laughs> there great. is an update to this. Fightful put it out. Fightful said no. that Vince McMahon was backstage at SmackDown doing his usual creative um, duties. Um, in the publishing of the post, there was a memo that went out to the staff. It says, and I quote, the Wall Street Journal has published a second story with expanded details on this WWE report last month. We want to reiterate that we and our board of directors take these allegations seriously. We've been cooperating fully with the investigation, led by our board of directors, and will continue to do so. So until its conclusion, please note that upon its conclusion, WWE leadership will make itself available to you to answer any questions that you may have. Thank you. Now, prior to this memo, they did have a meeting that went over well with talent. The meeting included Triple H and Stephanie and some other higher-ups, and they essentially addressed the um the Wall Street Journal um report. They told them that they're committed to cleaning up the company and making the company a safe place for everybody to work and that they are fully dedicated to protecting the staff and the talent. And if they had any questions, there was a full open door policy for them. I don't know how that's possible when you still got the perpetrator working in creative, but you know. And that's another thing, like, you need to strip him completely of fucking everything because, like, he's doing, he did this horrible thing and y'all are still letting him be there. Like, So the I'm going to play devil's advocate for a business standpoint. Um, in situations like that, especially in corporations, the more so of it, as long as you're removing that person removing them from a position that they have like quote-unquote ultimate power mm-hmm. yes he is in charge of creative and stuff like that but that's literally just like fucking storylines and shit he's not making decisions about anyone's paycheck he's not making actual decisions about who actually shows up and does you know are ready for these storylines or whatever he doesn't have negotiations he's not meeting with people with peacock he's not meeting with people about shit with mania anymore it's literally just sitting in gorilla with the headset yelling at michael yelling in michael cole's ear yelling right. that pat mcafee won't answer him <laughs> and, and so on and so on so that's like that's sort of like i don't want to say illegal it's sort of like a loop de holes like many corporations follow you can um so you can say like because again he can combat it well i'm not in i'm not in a leadership position i'm not in the quote-unquote office so i should be able to do that which in hindsight you know i i might not necessarily Mm -hmm. like it or people or people in general might not necessarily like it but it's factual 
he yeah. cannot, he's not making real decisions impacting the company. He's not sitting on board meetings. He's not doing this and that. He is strictly doing stuff for creative. Mm-hmm. So because he so he could combat and be like, well, if I'm getting sued, I need to make sure I'm still making money to pay for these lawsuits. No, I'm serious. No, she got a point. So that's what I'm saying. So that's when people who are, so that's like, and this isn't just you, this is like when people are like, well, how come he's still working creative? This, that's exactly why he's, and how he is still working creative because he is not overseeing anything important. He's literally okay. just writing a fucking stories. Yeah, essentially his, his power that he had has been stripped from him. Yeah. So what you wanted is true. This is true. He doesn't have the power or authority over people that he used to, but this is temporary. And we but still are waiting for it. Yeah, because that's how I'm talking to finish out this no probe. Way that, that he would be dumb enough, but him being in this business for how many years to be paying off all these women with straight from WWE money? There's they would have found no it by now. Way. They would have. Yeah, found they would have been found that by now. Because it's essentially that's the money trail. And I, I just want people to stop being and it's ignorant. A, and it's uh and also because it's a publicly traded company, your um your financials and everything else is looked at through. It's so is not yeah. only, not only is it's just made public, but it's also looked at by so many different people. And this is just coming from experience because um my company that I work for is working to be publicly traded in about a year. And, so and there many are people things, are going to be see, having their hands in that pot. And that's a hundred percent the point. Like mm-hmm. my, and we are preemptively doing things now to make that transition easier because there are going to be quote unquote more people. And this is just me and like my business standpoint, especially one, because my um, company is really good at bottom line and looking at the numbers. And I think that's why we've been able to expand as quickly as we have been, because we take those things very seriously. So when we have, when I have to talk to my higher ups or when my other, or my general manager has to talk to higher ups, we have to have like, know what our numbers are, know what those look like and what that conjunction is affects the rest of the company. And once the more once you become publicly traded, and then when our bosses has to talk to the people have to talk to our board members, those numbers have to reflect correctly. Or something does look awry, there has to be an explanation for, or less it is immediately getting investigated. So I think that's what people also don't understand. I'm like. They are just confirming that he didn't pay out of quote like WWE accounts. He didn't obviously like he's not fucking stupid. He honestly probably didn't even pay directly from his account. He probably just wired that shit. Yeah, or transferred it to a different account account and then paid paid it from them. Mm -hmm. Which I wouldn't be shocked by. Or just did cash. I would take cash honestly. Not you would take cash. cash. I would Jesus. take cash. Fuck that. I would take cash. That's good. I mean, at this point, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. I can't. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that's like not 
like for people listening that's not something you like ever want they're like rah, 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 fuck ben. which is you know like fuck him all day but i'm also like it's we're just here to, we're yeah we're just giving you the facts like he's he's the most he will do is step down fully as ceo but he ain't going nowhere which he needs to Fuck, yeah, like, he needs to. He needs to, anyways. Honestly, at this point, over. Go, he needs to step down, and he needs to go somewhere. I don't care where he goes. He needs to go somewhere. Yeah, he needs to go. Um, but he won't. He won't get forced. He will do it voluntarily. But I do think that he is going to, um, remove himself fully as CEO eventually. Um, some lot sooner. All Look right. at me, my 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 actual shoot job helping me in wrestling. <laughs> Hey guys, so I had to split this episode in half. This is part one. Part two will include the Jordan Grace episode with Chris Benoit and the whole debacle behind that bizarreness. But you guys, make sure you follow us on our social media. At Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Don't be shy. Make sure you hit us up, comment under our post, and make sure you let us know how you feel about the podcast. Please, please, please rate our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us, whether it be Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you're listening and having a good time. Please rate us. It really helps get our podcast out there and more listeners listening to us, which would give us more time to dedicate to this podcast. And we can finally leave our jobs and be full time podcasters. Isn't that grand? Make sure you guys follow us on our social media. We do try to do a full coverage of all three shows, even MLW and Impact on occasion, so you guys can get our thoughts on it as it plays out live and in color. We do live tweet some things. We also live tweet the pay-per-views from WWE, and on occasion, sometimes one of us will get um, one of AEW's pay-per-views as well as some of the others. So, you know, with MLW, NWA, and Impact, we usually will try to live tweet when we do get those. If not, we always try to live tweet WWEs. So with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And don't forget to look out for part two because it's coming up next.